0: with Bruce and Gatos, speaking up for Arizona.
1: Let's be blunt, none of these people should have a job. Outspoken. I'm not here to mince words. That was a bad decision.
0: KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app.
1: A new era in afternoons. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos, 4 to 7. Good to see you, Bruce. How was your weekend, my friend? Oh, Super Bowl weekend. How bad could it be? Phoenix Open weekend. How bad could it be? Mm, Well, that actually got got a little bad, Gatos. So I don't think it got very bad. You know, there's... What scale are you grading on? (laughs) Zero to Hindenburg. Where are you in this? Because I think it was closer to Hindenburg than zero. Man, everybody's complaining about the Open and how Mm. it was a drunk fest and people were falling down. Well, well, that's those are true. No, no freaking dumb, man. What right. do you think you're going to? This isn't a golf tournament. This no. is a party. If you want to see golf, you know you can you can probably find a spot at the at the Open. If you want to find drinks, you can find a spot anywhere. Yeah. I just I I, I I'm hearing all of this. Like I don't know. I'm hearing all this. Like officials had to issue an apology. The golfers they were lashing out at the fans. The fans were lashing out at the. That's the Phoenix Open. Well, it's why That's a lot of it. The big name golfers don't play it. Right. Tiger Woods doesn't come here. Because he doesn't. No, he doesn't like to get picked on. Well, he just doesn't like the atmosphere. It's not what they think golf is, which is this very prim and proper, and they have the little things that say quiet. Oh, we have to be quiet. Now. No, we People don't. People are yelling in their backswings here. We don't do that here. Yeah, we don't do that here. So you know, they've been talking about. Uh, oh well, the first of all, the weather's partly responsible for ruining it. The so- rain, the rain created problems all week, as not just. When you saved the day and were a hero and pushed a bus out of the way. (laughs) I went Thursday and the rain ruined the event. There's Mm -hmm. no doubt about it. But the drinking didn't ruin it. I mean, the, the the amount of people there didn't ruin it. So, it's it's the the rain is 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 part of the reason why people were miserable. I was miserable. I was wet. You're my wet. wife was there. Socks she was were wet. Your knees so- were wet. I didn't go. No underpants for the for the four to seven Again, on that's still Thursday. Way too much information. It was games. more about the weather. It was mm-hmm. cold when you were breathing. Your breath came out. Listen, that. this is a huge success. They ran out of beer. That's a <laughs> successful open. That's the best thing you could ever want. So uh, I I asked on uh, uh, on my on the Facebook the Bruce St James for people to give us some stories. We're getting some stories coming in. We're going to share some of those with you later. If you were there and you you saw some, maybe it's a good story. Maybe it was a positive thing. But here's some of the things I heard. Okay. Because of the rain, yeah, the grassy areas that normally people would stand on to watch golf mm-hmm. were slippery or muddy, and so they. Couldn't congregate on those. So people were kind of restricted to the cart paths, the paved areas, which meant they were really overcrowded. But if you... Those areas specifically, which made it uncomfortable for some people. Right. But people are talking about shaking the Phoenix Open up to its core. What do you want to go, no booze? Do you want to go, well, we'll just let 18 people in. I mean... I understand that that you couldn't don't stand on the grass. There's a lot of different places you can stand. I was yeah. at the open. You can stand. You don't have to stand but right see, on the I grass. I don't go to it because I know it's a drinking fest. You're smart. But you I don't, don't like drink. that. So right. I'm like, "Well, I just don't want to be around a bunch of drunk people because I already know what it is." Right. What I'm surprised by is that the organizers of the waste management open Aren't aware that that's the event they've created? They have specifically created yeah. an event yeah. for day drinking. Yes, for four to five and days. And guess what? By awesome. noon, people are obliterated, and it's fun. And guess, yeah. listen, if you don't like to be around people who drink, you have to pick the right day to go to the open. Don't go on Tuesday. Saturday. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> go like, for the practice round. You had people like leaving. I can't believe that Scottsdale gets this rowdy and. What do you think happens in Scottsdale? What do you like? They're like, oh, well, there are fans that were too drunk to stand. Okay. That happens every that happens Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. If you go to Old Town, (laughs) don't go to Old Town. We had one player who branded the event a blank show. That means it was good. This is what you get here. I'm going to say that uh, my only issue is with people that don't know what it is. I know what it is. So so it is a blank show, right? A drinking blank show. So you're saying that the people that went there and they all complained, what what are they? What what are they amateurs? Do they? Do they? Are they never? Do you not pay attention? Maybe they all moved from California. You're brand new, Becky Lynn. Does anybody go to watch golf? Yes. No. Absolutely. Oh. Differing opinion I, here. I, See, so. I, t- yeah. I
0: tend to think that
2: oh, you want to go watch golf. Don't. You can watch
1: golf anytime you want. That's not why you go to the open. But, you go to drink. But you no, I, I get that too. But when you go to the in open, the middle of the day, you can watch. The, the cool thing about being the, at the open is you're very close. It's a live event. You're not watching it on television. This is a, this is this is some of the best golfers in the world. And if you love golf, you can get your drink on and you can watch them tee off it's 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 really cool okay, and so it, yes people go to watch but golf but the, they have to be buzzed if the best golfers
0: <laughs> in the world they're not the best decide golfers the some Okay. This is the B-list if golfers the, of the world. If the, if the, if the moderately decent golfers, yeah, of yeah, the right. money, golfers of the world that oh, do it for money. are still TV
1: golfers of are still they Don't get me wrong, they're better yeah. than if me. If they
0: decide it's too much. Yeah. Why, you know, like you said, Bruce, some people won't come to the no, Open anymore. No, I don't golfers
1: You don't know. Do you, who won? Exactly. I have no Nick clue. Nick something. Exactly.
0: Nick something. There you go. Any okay. golfer
1: who you can name doesn't play at now, this event.
0: it's a fundraiser. Let's not forget that. Yeah, that's the re. You it's know, a that's a money maker. It's a mon- it's a money maker and oh, it's a yeah. fundraiser for the Thunderbirds. They give to charity. Do you have to have golf?
1: Well, I yes. think the golf gets in the way. <laughs> I'm just
0: saying, if you threw a party and there Was no Four golf day, five days? <laughs> we're just gonna go drink around, grass. just call it the day drinking party. We're gonna
1: just out in the open in Scottsdale because here's okay. So, here's some of what the do you want, pickleball. What are you gonna watch? Pickleball now? If you These run are... off all the golfers, can the, hey, you yeah. run your event? If Cr- they won't, correct me if I'm them. wrong, but if I kill all the goofers, you're gonna lock me up and throw away the key. <laughs> um, but yeah. so here's one of the, the and I got a couple different comments. Here's one, um, are they over serving people with no consequences? If this was a bar you can't just continue to serve people until they literally pass out on the ground in front of you. well uh, you're, you're That's ser- against the law you're serving hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. no one can keep track of any se- it's not like it's gonna well- a problem in and of itself well you're not when you walk into a bar you know the bartenders there's several bartenders and then there maybe a few hundred people. It's not five hundred thousand people. There's not two hundred thousand people, or something like that. So, like you know, and I'll tell you this: if you get a if you get a wristband to part to the bougie spots, right? If you really pay, mm-hmm. like you're allowed up to like ten drinks. I mean, the summer of six. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, so again. We, we, we actually, so we asked for some people that have uh, experience. And Now, and, are these snowflakes that are pouring in that say, I, oh, we've got to change the open. It's too rowdy for me. Well, we have some people that work there. Okay. Who saw some things from the inside. I'd and like to hear some, some of pla- this. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we're going to, we're getting some of that information. Are you going to give it now? You want me to give it now? Uh, give me one. Um, Because this thing is supposed to be rowdy There's debauchery everywhere It's supposed to be like that You're going to see a streaker Uh oh, nudity can't go Then don't go don't go if you want to complain about it. Well, if you want to go watch golf, this is the wrong place to go. This I, is a place to go drink. I still think you can find a place to watch I'm saying that to, to be, be demeaning. No. That's what it I, is. I think you can do both. I've heard nobody, and I know people that go. I've heard nobody go, can't wait to go. <laughs> watch them hit some hit some birdies today. They're always like, I'm going to drink yeah, but all day. Here's the, I think you're missing <laughs> one part. One part. We love to golf here. We've got a lot of people that enjoy golfing. Yes. Uh, all my friends golf. I don't golf. All my friends golf. Yeah. They like to go to this thing to watch the pros. Um, but they also like to have some drinks, so I think you can do both. Yeah. You I think, think you can so? do both? Absolutely. Absolutely. But they're calling it like a, a couple people blacked out. Okay. That happens that happens at bars so across even, the valley and every night. Fell. A woman fell pe- fell through the bleachers. Yes. Okay. That has happened before too. Unfortunately. I've heard of this before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so if people die of alcohol poisoning, is that when it goes too far? Well, that's their fault. I mean, you got to be smart, okay, right? That's their fault. <laughs> like, right, but, right? They're the ones that right. are putting this in their body. Yeah. Like, if you don't know when to stop, that's your fault. That's not some person Well, I who, would argue the people that were literally face down in the mud don't know right. when to stop. But how many people were face down in the mud? Uh, how many did the you The organizers see? say that there were at least 30 people that 30 had blacked out of, on Saturday. Out of what? 500,000 people that rolled through there? That still seems like there? quite a few. Seems like a lot that's of blacked not, out. It does. Out of 500,000 people? Yes. Blackout no. drunk? No. That means a lot. Of others were really, really drunk, just didn't get to black out. <laughs> There's entire channels, uh, uh TikTok and, and YouTube channels of nothing but people taking like cell phone videos of mostly guys, not gonna lie, who, who like can't walk straight or huh. falling into the mud. And right. I saw one guy, Stevie Z and I both saw this. He was, you know, fireman's carry had yes, a guy over. Yes, I saw that. He was carrying his buddy yep. uh, who was unconscious I've I've out it, of the place. I've seen that half a dozen times. Yeah, it's it's not right. You shouldn't be getting that drunk. It's not amateur night, but uh, but that you know there, you're going to have some people that do that. When five hundred thousand people roll in over four days, guess what? If you got twenty people who blacked out, that's their fault, and but that's I, not a huge number. I think the bigger issue for for some folks, not for me, because I don't care. Like, you, you guys could go do it. Is Is that it is set up to be a drinking event, and it appears that the Open isn't very good at managing that drinking in any way, shape, or form. Hence the reason they literally had to stop serving alcohol at some point. And guess what? A bunch of people left. We're not serving beer. We're leaving. (laughs) We came here to drink. That means didn't it was a, give a crap about. If golf. you go to a party and that keg is gone, that Bro, means it was a, over. No, it means it was a good party, it was a good party. That's yeah, what okay. happened at the open. A huge success, if you ask me. All right. Hey, it's outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Um, you know what? His son was attacked by the Gilbert goons. He's not going after that school district. We're going to tell you why. That's coming up next on K T A R.
0: Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos.
1: good afternoon. Appreciate you spending some time with us today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, You know, we've covered the Gilbert Goons. This story continues to evolve. It goes back years now, we are finding out. And we're also learning more and more about parents, about the adults in the room starting to take more serious action, including parents. a gentleman that you had the opportunity—you looked in his eyes, yeah. Gatos. You—you you had a chance to to interview Mr. Keener, and he is now going to hold school officials in Chandler to account. Good, good, because there are a lot of people that need to be held accountable for this—the mayor, the police chief, uh, the some of these school districts, uh, certainly parents. But uh, Rick Keener is uh, is a Gilbert uh, parent, and his son was being threatened. Yep, yeah. and then after being threatened, uh, was beaten by the, the Gilbert Goons. Attacked viciously. Yeah. And Rick sent his son to live with his mom in Europe because he thought the Gilbert Goons were going to kill his son. Mm-hmm. So Rick Keener is now suing um, the Chandler Unified School District. And it's really interesting, Bruce, because when we talked to him about a couple weeks ago, and he told he told us about... My goodness! You should. You guys should really hear what the school district didn't do, right? Okay. Okay. So here's Rick Keener with us a couple weeks ago. Got
2: it. I literally went to the um, the vice principal who oversees the juniors, and the uh, the SRO, the school resource officer from Gilbert. Um, he's a Gilbert officer, although that's Chandler. It's weird because the school is in Gilbert, but it's under Chandler Unified School District. Okay. And I. I presented all the threatening um, snap. I screenshotted all the threats, gave them the names. I knew the names of the kids. That threatened your son. Mm-hmm. All right. And and I asked, I said, I don't know why this is going on. And I told them specifically, I said, it's not a matter of of if this happens, it's just a matter of when can you, because I knew the school couldn't give me The parents um, numbers but I said can you give them my number let's sit in a room together with the school resource officer and find out why do these kids hate my kid what's going on I didn't hear anything back you know uh, I don't know if he did it so uh, I was getting a little frustrated because the threats still kept coming okay even after that okay
1: did did you hear he also makes a point that the only discipline That Chandler Unified School District seemed willing to impose was moving the attacker of his son to the other side of the room in English class so that his son, the victim, would not have to sit right next to him. Yeah. He said that in the interview, too. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. That kid. Here's what we're going to deal with. Right. He he has to move two rows over. Yeah. That kid who beat my son, I had to take my son to the hospital. Um, I've got the screenshots of, of this this goon threatening my kid. Mm-hmm. I've got the name of the kid. I go to the school and they do nothing. It's, it is, it's, un, I just, I keep going down the road of, I, I don't think that they're this incompetent. I think there's a cover up And I, I and, and I've said that for a while. You can't be this bad at your job. If you're the Chandler Unified School District, when a parent comes to you and says, listen, my kid was beaten to a bloody pulp and he's sitting next to his attacker in English class or whatever it is. And then they don't do anything. It's it's it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't sound right. It doesn't feel right. It feels like this school is just saying, hey, we're just going to kind of cover this up. We're going to brush it under the rug. So I'm glad that Rick Keener is suing. I would sue everybody. I'd sue the mayor. I'd sue the police chief who sat on this. I'd sue the schools. I really would. Because you know what? Someone's got to pay. Someone's got to pay. And his kid is pain his kid is not with his friends is not with his dad in this country is not in the united states um in this notice of claim they make some allegations in it again these are their allegations um and this is from some of his attorneys said that they provided social media evidence of threats videos of the beatings quote flashing a gun on social media Mm. with a threat on someone should lead to immediate consequences his lawyer said But here's a principal's kid and his friend flashing a gun on social media and nothing happened. Now, there's the cover up. It was a principal's kid. Of course it was. That's why, you know, I mean, that's part of it. Because we said from the very beginning, something's going on. Yeah. Start peeling that onion back. Somebody's connected. Somebody's the son of somebody. Yeah. For them to say, oh, we're taking care of it. Don't worry about this. I'm going to sweep this under the rug as soon as we can, right? For the mayor still to not come out and say a word at all after all these months, you know that she's covering something up. Yeah. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah. Alleged. Thank you. You have to say allegedly. We have to sit for that. Hey, (laughs) this portion of the show is brought to you by. And sons Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. It's outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Hey, you obviously paid attention to the Super Bowl. Like I am, I don't know what the percentage is. Ninety percent of Americans for gonna. Ten percent of you are watching Real Housewives of Miami. I can't stop you. It's from a good that, show. Okay? It is fantastic. Um, is that my line? Are you stealing my I'm lines? Stealing on that? your line? You like that? This is an outrage. Um, so I got a question. The Black National Anthem was huh, sung before right. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Why don't white people like it? We're going to talk about it next on KTAR.
0: Outspoken. Bruce and Gatos. KTAR News.
1: Hey, and a a happy Monday to you, for goodness sakes. Good afternoon. Appreciate you spending time with us. Did you know we video this entire show, Gatos? Were you aware of that? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Uh, but you can watch me eat if you go to KTAR.com during the break. <laughs> it's wonderful. You can you can, you can can judge what you're Jeez. eating. They can make comments about it. Yeah, KTAR.com or on the app. You go to the video section, and we have live video in the studio. We're still uh, working on that. I have meatballs today. Oh, really? Leftover. Did you bring enough for everyone? I did not. Okay. Important safety tip. <laughs> um, so the Super Bowl, obviously, yesterday. Today should be a holiday. Is that why there's nobody here again? Like it looks saying. like a neutron bomb went off in the uh, the sales department. There's like two people. Yeah, you put they put the Phoenix open together in the Super Bowl, and it's like you some know, people are like this. People I'm not going to make it A bit of a headache. Today. Not going to make it. My day. I got a bit. Of, <laughs> I think I had a cough. Um, but there's a lot to talk about with the Super Bowl, right? I don't even know where to start. There was a lot going on. Let's start at the beginning, okay? The Black National Anthem. Yeah. Now, technically, it's not called the Black National Anthem. It actually has a name. It's a song uh, called Lift um, Every Voice and Sing. sing. Um, Some people call it the Black National Anthem. Okay. I, I always thought it was, I mean, I knew that it didn't well, uh, have a name. Well, I don't think, it's but. not official. I mean, no. You know, we have a national anthem. That's official. That's official. That's official. Right. Okay, that's enshrined in law. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A right. block proclamation. Uh, this is called by some, the NAACP refers to it as the Black National Anthem, and it played before it, and as predicted, you know, some people are outraged. Outraged. I, I, I don't you. think white people like this. <laughs> No, I'm serious because I think I think a lot of white people are saying, "Well, why why do we have now two separate national anthems? Why 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 if you're black, why do we have that? Why do we have the black national anthem for you and then the regular national anthem for us, who's white?" But I would say, you know, do a little research because I I mean I looked into it. There there's historical relevance to this Mm -hmm. song. It goes back to 1900. It was a, a poem originally. Right. Yeah, um, the 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 anthem reflects struggles and achievements of Black Americans through history. Um, it's it, you know I've talked to a couple of my friends who are Black and they say I-, I like this and I said well why and they said it it provides a sense of connection to to our past which it wasn't really good wasn't very good at all no and so and so it makes them remember hey this is where I came from this is where I am today. They get some inspiration from it. I I think it's a mistake. I think the only mistake, I have zero problem with the song. Uh, I've been at at stadiums when they've played it too, at Mm. football games, I think. I guess they're doing it more now. They are doing it more. It's not just the Super Bowl. They they do play it at some other places. Um, I think calling it the Black National Anthem is a mistake. Uh. Because I think it it gives a point for people to start with divisiveness. We have a National Anthem. It serves for all Americans, right? Regardless of your race, your color, your creed. Um, Now, a song that speaks specifically to the black experience in America and the unique uh, struggles that Black Americans have gone through to get where they are. I got no problem with that. Mm. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. Anybody gets outraged over a song playing before a sporting event? Uh, what do you want to call it? I don't know. Because I think the, I actually think the Black National Anthem is a perfect name. Really? Because yeah, I just because think I that... think it talks. It talk. it, it is what. It's but it makes it the the sound name. like we're two nations. Does a little bit? Do you see what I'm saying? We have a national anthem, and then we have a black national anthem. Because when I hear that, I think so. Do black people not feel like the national anthem is for them? See, but you're just assuming that, and and that's why. But you're right. But that's why at the beginning I said, well, you know, I don't think white people like this. Yeah. Because I think we're all assuming that that now we're two different countries. We've got white people, and they got their anthem, and black people, and they got their anthem. And I know that some argue that you know, singling out a specific anthem for one racial group it creates divisions. Or, yeah. you know, you, you, you're feeling do we need Hispanic national anthem? Yeah, I, can I it just volver volver. I just is my favorite song, by the way. I I think that a lot of black people celebrate this, but again, I can't talk for black people because yeah, I'm a white I, I person. I would not claim to be uh, no. A I don't know. The only thing that I can go on is who my friends are. Mm-hmm. I have several black friends, and I've asked them today, what do you think of this? And they do like it. They say it it brings hope. Um, it 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 possibly even provides a platform for for black voices. Um, you know the national anthem, the black national anthem. whatever do you want to call it? It was it was okay. uh, who who sang it yesterday? It was uh, Andrew oh, Day, okay. And then there were backup singers that were all African American. Beautiful and song. It is a beautiful song. Well, I got a problem with the song. But you know, I don't have a problem with the song playing again. I I would just tell if I'm in the brand, you know, I'm in. Come on, come from the marketing promotion. Sure, I think calling it Black National Anthem it needs it's a divisive. Name. It's a divisive name. Mm. I would say let's come up with a different name, and play it every day in game. Be my guest. Mm-hmm. We can have eight singers before the game. How many, we can sing how many national of anthems are we going to have? The we're yeah, going to have the God Bless America. We're going to play the, that the also. Canadian national anthem when they we do go to hockey. If Toronto comes here, what then we, we got to play for if, that. Well, I mean, I don't even think we do that anymore. Like other other places do. Like yeah, we we do the Canadian. For 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 hockey, right? I bet you would do baseball. more Canadian than black national anthem. At I hockey, guarantee you that th- hockey definitely. I'm going to let you know. Canada that. doesn't like black people. Ouch! Is that what it is? I really think that's what it comes okay. down to. If you're uh, from Canada, um, <laughs> there were a lot of other things that went on. The commercials are always a big deal yeah. during the uh, during the Super Bowl. There were uh, th- they seem to take a lighter tone. It's interesting how the commercials of the Super Bowl reflect kind of where we are as a country. Remember during COVID, they were very serious. Very serious. We've gotten back to. They seem a little more fun this year. All well, I saw was movie teasers, a lot of trailers. Deal. So yeah. Twisters. Didn't we already have this movie? Twisters. Are we remaking the movie Twister? Basically, I don't quite understand what it is because I don't remember that being that great a movie. We needed to remake with it. With, with the cow going in the, the air and was all that Val kind of Kilmer stuff. It was a something? good movie. Yeah, no, no, Um no. the guy from Ellen uh, Hunt was in it. Ellen Hunt, the guy from Aliens, who uh, uh, the, the second movie. Yes, he ran, yes, he yes. was crying and yeah. But yeah. I was like, is that that? a movie we need to remake it yeah we put an s on the end twisters oh did they they change change it it? twisters not twister so this is gonna be more than one tornado in this movie apparently is that so well
0: there were several tornadoes in the first one
1: you're ruining it you're ruining (laughs) the entire marketing plan becky lynn what about the jesus commercial that always gets everybody riled i've seen the billboards for that right yeah uh yeah it's it was uh I'm trying to remember the exact verbiage. We only have a minute. We're not. We're not going to go over the. the Jesus, Jesus gets us.
0: Yeah, he we'll talk about that, and we do he that later.
1: He doesn't uh, teach us how to hate. Was yeah. part of it. Yeah, and people were all outraged by that. Um, and it was one of the first commercials in the stop set. Uh, okay. So, and and I think that was one of the more controversial ones. We can talk about this later. I actually think that ad was directed towards people who believe in Jesus. I don't think they were. They're not trying to convert. Well, I don't like the word convert. Okay, uh, you know, uh, I'm a Christian. What we like to do is we plant a seed, if we, if we will. We don't want to shove our religion but that, down. This your wasn't throat. what that one was about. I this just, wasn't planting a seed. This was speaking to the converted. I think so. I okay. think it was basically saying if you're a Christian out there and you're watching this, you have to humble yourself and serve others because in this hmm. commercial, um, they showed like they showed a. Uh, 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 people washing the feet of right, other people. A, Whether you're homeless, you're gay, you're uh, Becky Lynn, what, what else was in there? Um, Help me out. Racial uh, divide. Racial divide, yeah. everything. And it was like, you know, if you're a Christian, you're supposed you, remember, you're supposed to love everyone. Yeah. Okay. Even if, you know, other people are sinning. By the way, we sin all the time. Everybody sins. Speak for yourself. Oh, you are not a perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that commercial because okay. I think it speaks to people like me. Hey, you better remember, you're supposed to love everyone. Right. And that's what Jesus was about. <sighs> <sighs> Um, Hey, this segment brought to you by Beatitudes Campus, all right? It's Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos on the other side. So what exactly is sick day policies anymore? For work, for school? It seems like the sick day is changing, and I'm going to need a clarification from the hypochondriac in the room, okay? It's Bruce and Gatos on Outspoken coming up next on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and
0: Gatos. And we're back,
1: rolling through an afternoon. For goodness' sakes, uh, thanks for spending some time with us today. So, Gatos, yeah, um, you are. If nothing else, oh man, a famous hypochondriac. I am. It's unfortunate. Uh, I always think I'm dying of something. I don't know what the opposite of a hypochondriac is, but that's me. So we've got a little <laughs> bit of like good. odd couple going All on. Right. Good. Okay. Good. You don't need this disaster over here. Yeah, because yeah. I uh, like I've had a cough since September. Yeah. You've had eight or nine concussions. At least. Um, I saw you do a show. I have a metal plate in my shoulder. I saw you do a show years ago with a a completely bloodied red eye. Yeah, the white white of my eye was red. It was amazing. Yeah, I lost uh, about 10% vision in that eye after that accident. I would have taken a month off. It's a difference between <laughs> I us. I was here the next day. I know you were. I didn't even take a day off for that. Yes, I'm the hypochondria. I had to get driven oh, to gosh. work because I couldn't see well enough to drive. But well, I'm like, I, I can see well enough to yeah, radio. What's your point on the hypochondria? What what's your point? So <laughs> I might need your I Craziness. might need your help on this. All right. Um sick days. Now, keeping in mind that what we call work over the last couple of years has evolved, okay? The work from home mm-hmm. and uh, school, you don't think about homeschooling and remote, all this, that, and the other. And it's leading to some questions over what constitutes a sick day? How should we treat sick days? Because think about it, when you were working from home, not you specifically, but those of you out there that work from home. I never worked from home. It, it neither did I. No. Yeah, have you had the sniffles? You probably st- still worked. I mean, yeah, if you're like a you minority at home, you yeah, know, you were, I mean, yeah, you were working. You might have just done it in your robe, right? okay, yeah. uh, with, uh, with the uh, th- the thermometer dangling right. off of your, uh, off your lip, right. right? Right. But now, people who maybe got used to working a little bit sick, Mm-mm. are they coming in the office and saying, eh, you know, it's not that big so a deal? So they're like, like, we've got to figure out is there a new rule? Yes, for calling out sick. Because we're getting, uh, we're at the highest in four years of the return to work. Right. Okay. So we're, we're, people are coming back to work. Good. But you now have two types of people. You and I are great examples. Okay. The Don't come to work sick. I mean, <laughs> e- even if you think you might be sick, if you're thinking of thinking about getting sick, don't come to work. And I'm the one that says, okay. I haven't coughed up a lung yet. I mean, come on. I can still be here. Uh, I think, I think you're right. I'm <laughs> cough right now. Look at him—he's coughing right now. Yeah, I think if you—if you're back in the workplace, right? Yeah. If you take a sick day, okay. I almost think does that mean you should work from home? Okay. Okay, now that we've set it up that you yeah. can work from home, so you and I are here. We work in the office. Becky Lynn, we work here. Let's say Becky Lynn's. You want like, me to you know set what? it up and, and so I can work from home? I'm just. Yeah, really? I, I think that's. I think that's what people expect now. Unless you're. Unless you've Depends got on how sick you are. Horrible flu. Exactly. Then. Then. Then you're probably not coming <laughs> in. You're probably incapacitated. You're not going to do anything for a couple of days. But I think if you take a sick day and it's not that bad. You can still work from home. Becky Lynn just said it depends on how sick you are. But isn't that grading on the curve? Because we all. Well, but it's like a pain tolerance. We all have a different no, level I, of pain tolerance. I don't think it's pain tolerance, I think it is. How contagious are you? And if you are I don't contagious, know. Remember, don't come in.
0: Remember when oh COVID boy. was a thing and you had I the 10-day...
1: I blacked it all out.
0: Okay. okay, right. Because for many people, there was nothing... you Ten You not you, ha- you were at home for 10 days. I'm silly. But frankly, I if you had COVID. been exposed, but you didn't have COVID, you could easily have worked from home. If yeah. it was a, something that was set up for you to do.
1: Gatos right. loves this whole thing where the, he, he, he got to quarantine himself from sick people. No, it was awful. I blacked out. I don't even remember what happened in 2020.
0: Otherwise, you came back 10 days later. Maybe you were way behind work and, you know, you had lost a lot of time getting some project done or whatever. I think that's great. If you're not that sick, you don't have to actually take a sick day. You can just not contaminate the whole I,
1: I just feel it this way. I've always felt this. Like, I'm if ready. you have a cold... Don't don't come in and sit right. next to me. No. I don't want that. Nobody. I don't want that from anybody. If, you know, if you have the flu and you're coming in, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Um, but like, I'll keep this in mind. Not you. I wouldn't. Now we're partners and stuff. Okay. we have okay. to get along. Right. We someone. have to get along. I can't. Okay. I can't punch you in the mouth. No. not to but, start off. It's weak too. But it, like, if you work from home, yeah. Uh, uh, if if you're not bed sick, I always call it bed yes, sick. Okay, okay. Yeah. there's a difference. You're in bed. Okay, then you don't have to work. Okay, but you know what? If you work from home. And you got a cold, you can still put in your hours at work. Probably that's my one rule. Here's the other rule: Ready? If 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 uh, if you take a sick day, maybe, like we go back to Becky okay. Lynn. Becky Lynn says, "You know what? Not feeling great. No, eh, I'm probably just going to go home. Well, you know, we'll we'll set up the studio for you. Where you do your you do your news right from right from home. Like I, that's I what just, I would do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. I, could, I could get a little tray table and sit right in the bed and do right. the news. Right, unless you're
1: yeah. But if you take a sick day, I think for a lot of people that means you should go home and work because you've already proven that you can work from home. Yeah. Okay. If you're not bed sick, all right, you don't have to show up at the office. Thank you very much for not being, you know, contagious and all that stuff, but you're going to put your hours in from home. I haven't been bed sick in years. If longer. Yeah. I get colds or flus. By the way, I don't know the difference between the two because I take the same medicine. I take the quill and the tussin. Yeah. for I I don't know what the difference between cold, flu, any of that stuff is. I either feel well or I don't feel well. Yeah. If I don't feel well, I take, Quillin Tussen If you don't feel well, don't come in. Don't come in. This will this will make this partnership last so so long. I promise. Really? Okay. Because if you come in with the sniffles and Uh-oh. you know he's starting to leak out of his nose, Becky. you not want No, backing. it's not going to be a good. It's not gonna nope. be good. No leaking. Well, I'm just I mean, saying. I knew not the hypochondriac would set me straight. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. You know, I, I felt like I would I would get it. So, and I, you're feeling okay? I feel fantastic. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear I you. I feel that. terrific. We got a got a big uh, Phoenix Open kind of controversy. Yeah. We're going to be talking to somebody who, who worked there. Uh, let us maybe in a little behind the scenes of what went on at the Open Said over the weekend. it was weekend. Uh, a blank show, kind of. Blank show. Yeah. That's coming up next on KTAR.